Okay, welcome to episode one of the podcast. This one goes out to our quarter life crisis. My name is Tiffany Wynn. I'm 23 and I am suffering. (laughs) My name is Joy. I'm also 23 and I'm suffering with her. Let's get into it. So Tiffany, you know, you and I both had similar experiences with graduating college. Um, We didn't really get to graduate. We kind of just got kicked off or kicked (laughs) off of campus. (laughs) It's true. Even though I did like an undergrad graduation, like you didn't have an undergrad graduation, no. Um, I had like kind of some closure, but not like full closure since we were kicked off in March and then had to continue teaching and taking classes from like our childhood bedrooms. Um, but yeah, COVID was not friendly to our mental health, our career path, our five-year plans, um, our young 20-something-year-old years. I had so many plans. I had two vacations planned. I was like, first of all, I'm going to San Diego. And then I was going to New York in April. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I forgot Mm -hmm. you were going to go. Wow. And then my, so I was going to go with my aunt and my cousin and my aunt texted me and she was like do you still want to go like COVID everything and I was like no I'm not scared of COVID like we're going and then you know the (laughs) NBA got shut down and I was like oh this is like serious (laughs) 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 and then school got shut down we got kicked off of campus and I was like okay this is a worldwide pandemic so I probably shouldn't be going to New York and then New York ended up being like the worst place to be at that point in time so good thing we didn't go but yeah I had plans and COVID ruined a lot of them but then there were some good things that came out of COVID like extra time at home Um, I didn't have to start my job right away so that was nice but then that was also bad because I got too used to not having any structure to my day and I realized that I don't love structure yeah as I don't know I feel like I am very I'm a, I'm very type I'm a very type a type b if that makes mm-hmm. sense like I'm very good with I like flow, but I <laughs> but I like like a plan I like to know what's going on but I'm still like very good with the flow you know I don't really like commitment um, just in general, just in life. But um, yeah, with the pandemic, I was supposed to start a job in like June and then they went on a hiring freeze. So then I like didn't even have that job anymore. Um, so I was searching for one for what, like five months or so. Um, but just doing anything in COVID, I really miss season one of coronavirus. You know, like when everyone was watching yeah. Tiger King and like making mm-hmm. whipped coffee like in their homes and we all felt very um, united except for the Trumpies out there um, in the country you know um, I kind of miss it's that true. and now it's just like 
that scene in SpongeBob where <laughs> Squidward gets up and he's like riding his bike and then he goes to the grocery store and then he plays his clarinet and he goes to work and he goes home. Like that is what life feels like right now. And it feels like there's no escape. And it's so true. And we used to think that Squidward just had such, you know, a bad outlook on life. We're like, oh my gosh, SpongeBob is so funny. Like we love SpongeBob. We get him. We you know, he's our spirit, I don't know, cartoon, I don't know. But then, as we have grown older, Squidward, I, you know, he knew how life worked. The I moment really you step into adulthood, you're Squidward. You are. Like, before that, you're Spongebob. And then once you start, you know, it's the year of realizing things. Like, we're all realizing. <laughs> okay, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Um, but once you start to realize, like, things in your life, you become Squidward. And you know what? He's not cynical. He's realistic. And I stand by that. I do, too. But then we all want to have that SpongeBob childlike joy for life. And it's just really hard to find. Yeah, I know. And we thought that, like, we really thought college was, like, so hard. Like, it was such a dark time when really like that was the best those were the best years of our lives (laughs) um because but there was always an end to like a school year or a hard testing season or like uh, a summer internship like there was always a clear end to all of those things and now it's like we're stuck in like a career like for the rest of our life maybe not this specific job career path but we're just out here in the workforce until we turn 65 and we can cash out that 401k. Yep. And maybe collect social security if it's, you know, still available. Maybe I'll charge my parents for using my social security that I'm paying. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's so true that we just, when you become an adult, it's like everything is now up to you. And even though you're in college, like you're still kind of in this in-between where, I don't know, like your parents are like still your parents and they're still kind of framing your life in a way. But then you step into adulthood and you like move out and you start this job and it's like everything is now up to you. Like every decision that you make really it impacts you and that (laughs) it's too much it's a lot of pressure I know and we hate making decisions like we can't even choose like what movie we want to see on the weekends not that we can go to movie theaters anymore but but before I just yeah and the same goes for just like careers because like we've been in our jobs me like a couple months more than you but like if we don't want to stay forever like society tells us like to just continue on this linear path when like who really cares like the only person that really cares is like you because you're the one that's living your life yeah and then it's I don't know that's a good point like I don't know why we are so focused on what other people think like what they think about the the decisions that we make when we're the, the only people who have to actually like live out those decisions 
And I feel like that's something that I've been struggling with is that I think, oh, I really want to do this or I want to make this move or do whatever. But then the first thought is, how are people going to perceive me if I do this? Or how is this going to affect the way that other people might think of me as a worker or just a person in general? Like, what is the perception? And it's not necessarily what is going to make me happy. It's what is going to make me look good in someone else's eyes. And that's like not the way that I should be thinking. Right. Like literally nothing matters. So do whatever you want. That is the quote of my life. Nothing is real. Do whatever you want to do because no one cares. And like we judge all these people for like, I don't know, we judge like if you're like 30 and working like at Starbucks, like you're probably so much happier than someone who's like day to day is just like sitting in a corporate job doing, but like if that makes you happy, then I'm happy for you because the Harry Styles quote of the century is no one can tell you you're unsuccessful if you're happy with what you're doing. Of course, he is a million dollar, billion dollar, I don't know how much money he's worth, um, singer songwriter. So he can say whatever shit he wants and like <laughs> <laughs> it'll just apply to his life because his life is just like so amazing. But it it still like applies. Like if you're happy with what you're doing, um, who else like if people are judging you, like who cares? Like, at least you're happy. Like, they're probably so unhappy with their lives, which is why they're judging you. It's so true. Or they feel like they're stuck. And so when they see you doing something crazy, like, oh, I only been, I've only been at this job for X amount of years, but I'm leaving. And then, you know, there's workplace talk and they're like oh my gosh so she's leaving after this amount of time like what is she gonna do like why would she do that like maybe that's just a reflection on their own internal struggles of they also want to leave or they also want to make this big jump but they are scared because they don't know what's next or they don't like the feeling of uncertainty and I was talking to Tiff about this like yesterday but Casey Neistat he was saying that um, like he was broke and he was a single dad in New York, you know, couch surfing. And he created this like multi-million dollar empire from vlogging. But he was saying that like the one, I guess the one thing that you need to have to be successful is like, choosing something and not having a plan B, like not having something that you're going to fall back on. Because if you have that plan B, you're already setting your mind up to fail. And so if you're going to do something, if you have a passion, if you have something that doesn't seem logical, well, the people who have made the biggest impacts in life, like the people who are in the top 1% or who are in Forbes, they did things that didn't seem logical to anyone else. And so you can't base your success or what, what steps you take in the future off of what other people deem is logical or what you should do. Exactly. And like, literally, no one cares as much about your life than like yourself. So then like, just do whatever you want. And then if you're happy, then that's good on you. And then if you're unhappy, like that is literally your fault. 
and no one's gonna be like oh my god she's so amazing for staying in this job that she like hates with her whole being (laughs) (laughs) so true so tiff what would make you happy (laughs) isn't that the question of the century (laughs) same sis (laughs) um like going back to like the people judging you thing like honestly what would really make me happy is like if I didn't have to work another day in my life towards anything ever but (laughs) (laughs) towards anything ever (laughs) (laughs) but that girl that you can explain the story better than me but the girl that worked at the company that you worked for like over the summers in college that like had quit after six months or something because she got married to a doctor um like that is the life that I need and people so many people judged her for that but like I'd be like go off sis like I you are my idol I want to be you when I grow up you know (laughs) (laughs) yes so what Tiffany is referring to is that probably about three or four summers ago oh my gosh like it's been that long um I was interning at this place and I was just you know minding up minding my own business doing my little work and then I hear a little gossip you know two rows down so I'm listening because I'm nosy and (laughs) they were talking about (laughs) this one associate who she was working at the firm for about six months but then she left because she got married to a doctor and they were just all like I can't believe she left after six months like I can't believe that she didn't want to like have a career of her own just like saying all these things and in my head I'm just like more power to her like go off sis I'm sure that they're just talking about you because they wish that they also could have married a doctor and quit after six months but no now they're here working x amount of hours a week and there's no end in sight for them um but i was just like listening and being like oh my god (laughs) why do i want to be this girl (laughs) like that's what really would make me happy but you know that movie monster-in-law um with jennifer lopez and then like Mm -hmm. that that crazy woman um and that beautiful man oh my gosh um so fine so fine but she literally was doing like five she was like dog walking she was a temp like she did like some seamstress stuff like she was like painting like she just did all these like little project things that made her so happy um and then she just like lived her life and like that's how I'm trying to be but now I feel like I am just stuck in this like linear path but I'm trying to think like like, you know, in Finding Nemo with, like, the turtles? In, like, yeah. <laughs> there's a point. You know when they're all in that, like, little, like, tunnel? Like, wind? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stuck in that tunnel. And there's no escaping that, like, wind tunnel. You know? Like, I really need to take no, a I feel that. jump out. Like, find, like, Marlin and Dory. And they're trying to look for Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's so true, though. Like, you don't find what you're looking for you don't find what like excites you until you take a step out and do something crazy and the thing is is that I just don't know what that crazy thing is right and you know I mean I have thoughts you know what's bs is that we have to choose our life path when we're 18 years old based on 
the smallest amount of remote interest we have in a subject that we might be able to make a career out of. And then you get stuck in it for four years. Like some people change their majors. And even some people think that that is like so taboo that you're like changing your major in the middle of college. But like, really, at least like if you can figure out what you love to do, then like go for it. Like, I'm so happy for you. Um, like I changed mine before, like after my sophomore year from like print journalism to like advertising. But still like you don't know what you're gonna like until you do it and you hate it or you do it and you love it yeah and I envy the people who know what it is that they love to do like I truly envy those people because like even you see like actors and actresses and they just love acting I know I would hate acting I can't remember (laughs) I can't remember a sentence. Like, I can't remember what I said two seconds ago. So how am I going to remember a whole script? I would hate that. Singing. I I would love to, I would love to be a singer, but I can't sing. So, you know, no talent there. But then the, like the fact that they have to get up on stage and perform for like three hours at a time when they go on a concert. Oh my gosh, never, never. No, thank you. People on Broadway, like, those people were made to do that eight shows a week, two hours every single night, belting from the top of their lungs every single day. Like, that's what they were made to do. Other people, like actors, for example, Zendaya, um, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. Like, she was obviously made for this career. Harry Styles was made for singing. All mm-hmm. the people were made to do what they're made to do. But, like, when did they figure that out? Like, Zendaya's been an actress since she was, like, a wee child, you know? She was shaking exactly. it Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he was shaking it up did you know a fun fact about zendaya it's gonna be a zendaya <laughs> a zendaya stan podcast um but her mom actually worked at the california shakespeare theater in oakland and so when she was younger she would just sit in on all these plays and would watch people perform And she just like started to love it. And she was actually a really shy child. And she got held back. She got held (gasps) back in kindergarten because she wouldn't raise her hand and like ask for help when she didn't know like her ABCs or something. I don't know. (laughs) Like, what are you learning in kindergarten? But (laughs) 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 But she was shy. So she got held back. And so that's why her mom started to bring her to, you know, the theater so that she could like get out of her shyness and acting really helped her to like get out of her shell and like talk to people and she felt really comfortable on the stage so a little fun fact but she found out what she loved when she was like five you can't really did I tell you when I was younger I did dance singing and piano lessons oh my gosh I I know you did piano lessons (laughs) look at me no (laughs) (laughs) you could have been Zendaya I could have, I really could have been something. Tiff Daya. Oh, tea. You're cute, huh? I love that. <laughs> There's like so many different things that I'm interested in. Like I love fashion. I love the book publishing industry. Like I'm really into politics. I think that's so interesting. Um, like I, I love singing. I'm not good at it, but like if I could like work in music production or like maybe regular production or something creative. Like I'm interested in all these different things. How am I supposed to pick one thing for the rest of my life? That's how, that's why I'm trying to be like JLo in Monster-in-Law and do five different things that I like, even if I'm not like 
Elon Musk in any of those fields and like making a ton of money, I don't really care. I think that has been the biggest takeaway for me just coming into adulthood that when I was choosing a job, I wanted to choose something that was stable and that could make me X amount of money. But now I'm just like, I don't really necessarily care about the money. Like, I just want to be happy. I want to be happy. I want to be able to get off of work at a decent time so that I can explore my interests. Like if you're working like 10 plus hours a day, like you don't have time to explore your interests or do something that makes you happy or find what it is that excites you. And so I just want to have the time to figure out what it is that I like, because like, just like you said, I like so many different things and so many different aspects of life. And I have so many different interests that it's hard for me to say that just choosing one will like make me happy. But that's the case for a lot of people is that we all have so many different interests. Like we all are so complex and dynamic in the way that we think and the way that we, you know, enjoy our lives. So I just don't think that this corporate America, like structure of like, you have to do one thing and do it well is something that fits for a lot of people. Like that's not a mold that a lot of people can fit into. I know. And I wanted this like clear growth path so bad. Like we were both like so involved in college, like probably to like a fault. And then, (laughs) and then we were like, we want a career, then we want to move up and we want to do this. Like I wanted like to be in one position and then like I eventually I would move up after a few years and then to the next, to the next, to the next. And then I would move into a different company and do this and then do this and this and this. When like, why are we striving so hard to be CEO of a company if like if happiness is the goal here like that is not what it's gonna have make me happy and maybe I'm just not realizing this but yeah and if you have no time to do your hobbies like you're just gonna be miserable even if you like really like your job and you have no free time for yourself like that's just not healthy according to my therapist (laughs) (laughs) very true and then there's one I had a point I had a point Oh, when you were talking about um, how when you were younger, you were like, I want to be like CEO, CFO, COO. I have never been more motivated for life than I was when I was in high school. Oh my gosh. I wanted to be everything in high school. Like when I was in high school, I had like joined um yearbook and I was like oh my god I'm gonna do journalism so then I joined the newspaper and I did the literary magazine and then I took photos at every single football game every basketball game which actually at one basketball game I was taking photos and the basketball literally hit the camera lens and then the camera hit my face (laughs) (laughs) and I got a bruise on my nose I thought that someone broke my nose it was so embarrassing like the whole school was there anyway omen it really was. It was a bad open for the future. Like, this is not what you're supposed to be doing right now. <laughs> and you know what's not? It's Pivot. not what you're doing right now. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've never been, like, so motivated to, like, be everything. I literally did, we were required at my high school to do 20 hours of community service over the course of a year. Like, literally the nine months we were in school, we had to do 20 hours, which is, like, nothing. Um, I did over a hundred hours of community service in high school because I'm 
like obviously you don't care about the community but like that is like so much of my time like just because I wanted the pretty little certificate that said President Service Award like I'm not like I love Ronald McDonald House which is like where I spent all my time but really you know I was doing it for the reward you know not because you loved it no I was doing it <laughs> like you know I love I love my community but like <laughs> there was a clear path and a clear reward, and I was after the reward, and, like, what is our reward now? A higher salary? Uh, No, thanks, because after taxes, you know, I think you really have to have, like, almost a $20,000, like, raise for you to even really see that money, like, after taxes, but then again, if it's $20,000, and that puts you in a different tax bracket, so then you get taxed more, so then really, are you even seeing that raise? It's really hurting my head. Like, I don't understand accounting at all. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just a food for thought there. But back to high school, um, I was so motivated to be the best version of myself. Like, I had so many things going on. Like, I was in different clubs. I took all these AP courses, did things after school, still hung out with friends like during the week sometimes I watched all of these shows I did all of these things and I'm just like I don't know I think if America really wants you know to get the most out of its citizens I think that they (laughs) should get kids from high school directly into corporate America because had they done that to me (laughs) Had they done that to me, I would have been CEO already. Girl, you are really onto something here. It's the four years of college that really take it out of you. They do. You get burnt out. So by the time you get into your career, you're tired. I'm so tired. Like, I'm exhausted right now. (laughs) I'm so exhausted. Like, I I have no fight left in me. But had you gotten senior year me? Or junior year me? Oh, oh my goodness. Or even like even like freshman, sophomore year of college me. Yeah. That was Yeah, freshman year, I was motivated. I was a different a different beast. Senior year of college, <clears throat> I was still going after it, like trying to get that bag. I had like three different jobs at an I was like president of two different things. Like I was in the hardest capstone of my life. And by the time like January came around, I wanted to give up on all of this. <laughs> Why are we trying to do it all? I don't know. For what? For what? Like because we what? did all of those things. Like you and I were so involved. We had so many things going on. And then we realized that at the end of the day, we were still so unhappy. And like we were getting like all of these accolades from the people around us saying that we were doing a good job we had good grades like we were making money but at the same time like at what cost at what cost (laughs) we felt so unfulfilled in every aspect of life like we were like okay things are going good like with school and these clubs and stuff but at the end of the day like we sat there and we were just so tired and exhausted and we're just like what are we doing all this for because for our jobs and just like in all these different aspects of life where you know success has been like painted on it at the end of the day (laughs) at the 
the end of the day, if we leave, if we do something else, someone's going to do it. Like, someone's going to exactly. fill our... Sh- we are replaceable. Also, we are. Junior, junior to senior year of college, the only thing that I really loved was my... T- I was, like, the head TA of this one, like, writing and design course, which was, like, mm-hmm. so fun. I got to, you know, form the minds of the impressionable young children of the college. <laughs> And I love that job so much. And I got to be super creative, like in the class. Mm-hmm. And then I, I swapped up for a different job, which was like maybe seen as better. And I hated my life. I hate <laughs> so better doesn't always mean better. And that's yeah. Better to other people does not always mean better for you because we are all we are all different we all view success differently and that is okay and if your version of success doesn't you know isn't the same as the people around you like i know it takes courage to be like no this is what makes me happy but you know do as we say not as we do do what makes you happy right. because if we could do it we would but we're still trying to find it. I don't even know what I'm looking for, but I have a magnifying glass to my life and I and I don't see I can't see it. <laughs> I'll see shit. Hey, Francis. <laughs> the only time it's there is when we're talking to each other because you know we're just like laughing it's and true. having a good time. And then I don't know, like whenever I'm like talking to you, I like feel like myself again. Oh my like God, sometimes so I, ha- I know, I have, sometimes I have to talk to you. I'm just like, I just need to call Tiff because <laughs> I haven't felt like myself all day. <laughs> Literally, I feel the exact same way. Like sometimes we'll go like a few days without like FaceTiming each other. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, I just feel like so distant from myself. <laughs> it's true. Like I can't, I can't find her. She's not there. And, and then I call she... you. And it's all there again. It's <laughs> all there. It's all there. Like everything that I've been missing, like my, <laughs> my true self, I found her again when I talked to you. <laughs> it's like that TikTok where like, oh my God, I'm getting my personality back. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's true. We are each other's personalities. Like, I'm so glad that we found each other. I know. That's one good thing about college. We found each other. I know. And then, like, Joy always gets really mad because I never remember this, like, very distinct moment when we apparently really connected on a deep level. And (laughs) See, now that I brought it up to you, like, so many different times that you didn't remember, like, it's starting to slip my mind. (laughs) Because because it, because it didn't happen. It did happen though. But when you mentioned it, I couldn't remember like what it was that we connected on. I just know that we connected and we were in the car together driving to this retreat. Um, oh it was a church. Re- it was a like college campus type thing, like retreat, which. First of all, I never went back because it was so ghetto. We were in the middle. A whole nother episode. I could go on and 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 on. (laughs) 
Yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. This one goes out to um, <laughs> scams. Scams. <laughs> oh my God, there are so many scams in this life. Okay, well, next episode, we'll get into all the scams in life that you need to avoid yeah, because we experience them. <laughs> I did not yeah. ask to be placed here. Like, beam me up, no. God. I'm ready to go. <laughs> beam me up. <laughs> It's the opposite of the, I don't need no ride. <laughs> <laughs> I do indeed need a ride. So I we could just <laughs> all this send a say. chariot down or something. I don't know. <laughs> all this to say is like, really just do whatever you want. Because even if you, even if you quit your job tomorrow, like, will your boss remember like you in a year? Like, no, they're going to move on with their lives and you're going to move on with yours. Um, so it's true circling back what were we talking about before we got to circling back this very quick term circling back i hope we're all aligned here um hoping it's something (laughs) something on cows in the next following weeks (laughs) can you put some time on my calendar for this oh my god i'm i'm pretty blocked this afternoon but you know throw something on there for tomorrow so do you have capacity for this (laughs) no i don't (laughs) I don't have capacity. <laughs> oh my god. I hate when people like ping me and they're just like, hi, how are you? Like, I know you just want me to do something. So I, let's just like let's cut to the chase here, people. Like, I know yes. you don't care. So like let's get moving. Like when my let's boss stop the niceties. Just tell me what you want. My boss will like message me in the mornings and be like, Hi, good morning. And then i I see her typing. I'm like, still, and I'm like, okay what else do you want <laughs> exactly because they don't just want to hey how are you they hey. want things they do hey <laughs> hi <laughs> hey um but yeah all to say life is life is hard in a pandemic and it's hard to figure out what you want when you're just stuck at home all the time and just like what you want with your life in general but like just do what makes you happy because who cares and if you don't know what makes you happy, just keep fucking around because no one cares. Eventually, you'll bump into it. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Yeah. I hope so- something hits me with a car or it hits me like a car, you know? Or yeah. Like I want someone <laughs> to just like slap me in the face and be like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> See, and if, I'll it, be if like, only it was that easy. Yeah. I'll be offended at first. I'd be like, just slap me. I- and then I'll be like, <laughs> Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be me. <laughs> yeah. Like, what did you do? I'm not a ditto. Oh my god. Yeah. But Your yeah. mental health and you are more important than anyone else's opinions, any corporation, anything. Because all of these things that are set up, all of these like american structures and everything like literally they are not real i've had it i've had it with america i've had it let's move i saw this tiktok today this is going to drive you crazy sis (laughs) okay wait hold on let me move okay (laughs) (laughs) i saw this tiktok today maybe you sent it to me or maybe i just saw it but i saw this tiktok that was like this girl lives in Paris now. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Okay, this girl lives in Paris now. 
and she literally got hit by a car <laughs> she so she was like slaying in the middle of the street some woman came up to her and gave her money and she was like no 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 like don't give me your money and she was like this is your money it like fell out of your pockets when you got hit with the car and she was like oh my god thank you so much <laughs> <laughs> um and then someone was like okay i'm gonna call an ambulance for you and she was like no 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 do not call an ambulance that's gonna cost me three to five thousand dollars to cover and they were like excuse me like ambulances here are like seven and nine euro and i'm like uh, what the fact that it, in an emergency situation when you need a hospital the most it's going to cost you three to five thousand dollars just for the ride there not even for the procedures look we'll have a whole other episode on politics because i could really get into it follow, follow a starting point on instagram <laughs> <laughs> This has become a Zendaya and Chris Evans stand podcast. Look, I really stand him, and I think that his platform, a starting point that is an unbiased way to represent politics, is so such a good idea. But the way that it's being represented on social media and their website is just like so ugly. Like no one's gonna ever read that shit, um, unless you really, really care. And they do a lot of talks, and I think that they should find a way to give users more, like, small... Yes, I was just going to say that. They need more small, digestible content, because what they have is, like, a lot of long, like, videos and talks that... videos. You have to really sit down and listen to them. Like, no, I just need to scroll through Instagram, like, scroll through a couple of slides and know what's going on, and, like, that's it. So that's why exactly. I follow this one Instagram account. So you want to and... talk about them? Yes! <laughs> and you know who else follows them? Who? Matisse. <laughs> I would have said this podcast episode to Matisse. <laughs> Tease, I thought about getting your namesake's <laughs> arts. <laughs> His namesake's art. Okay, but the Matisse art artist it's exactly it's like really good okay henry matisse i hate you so much anyways joy's in love with this basketball player um i'm not in love with him because i don't know him but i'm just saying that if we did know each other i feel like we would i don't know have some good rapport she's in love with him wow rapport what a good word thank you that's on the gre um you know what else is a scam going to grad school but we can get into that later (laughs) We can get into, I'm telling you, this next episode about scams, you guys are, want, <laughs> you are going to want to tune in. Tune in. <laughs> tune in. Turn on the, the post notifications, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called. Wherever podcast can be heard. <laughs> <laughs> if SoundCloud is your jam, do that. <laughs> That's your jam. I can't. Anyway. I was watching Bridgerton again yesterday and I just started talking in a British accent because once you like hear it for a few hours, you just start talking like it. When I binged that whole epi- like the whole show in like two days, I could only speak in a British accent for like a whole 48 hours. And it was like, I, I burn for you. It's what <laughs> happens to someone when they burn for you. <laughs> you burn for me? <laughs> Have you, are you on Bridgerton the musical TikTok? Okay, I'm not, but my cousin sent me one. And it honestly, like, people are so talented. I know. So this is what you call a honeymoon. 
<laughs> I still don't understand what he thought that like what she did to make him think that he was forcing her into yeah, marriage. If, if anything, he should have hated her. You know? And people Anyways. just never understand that. That was just something. This is why that... we, you know, communication is very important and we just all need to mind our yeah. own business and anyways mm. um, okay yeah anyways anyways circling um back. <laughs> <laughs> circling back to the previous conversation um you should do what it is that makes you happy and if you are not doing what it is that makes you happy i think that we all owe it to ourselves because we only have one life to go out and try to find what that thing is. And it doesn't have to be this grand idea or this grand career. It could just be as simple as like, I love like teaching or I love making cupcakes or I love baking or doing whatever. Like you just have to do what it is that like makes you feel the most like yourself. And um, I don't think that that a lot of a lot of the times that journey is going to be a very lonely because you have to do it by yourself and you have to find what it is that um i don't know like makes you feel the most alive and so i think that's what we want to leave the listeners with is to go out there and find what it is that makes you feel the most alive because while you're on your journey we're going to be on ours and maybe at the end of this year We'll be able to do another podcast episode that says like this one goes out to finding happiness and oh we would have found it. <laughs> so thank you to whoever has tuned in. Um, we appreciate the listen and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.